ask you to stand against the war, starting from March 24th, exactly one month after the Russian invasion, from this day and after then. I originally wanted this episode to be about Elon Musk. Every series is incomplete without a mention of him. And I think an episode on a single person is long overdue. Instead, I've decided to make an episode on a veritable hero for many. One that has been relentlessly leading the charge for his country. Vladimir Zelensky has found himself in power at a rather inopportune time. President of a besieged country, his presence has increased rapidly through the headlines into one of the most influential people right now. Refusing to leave his country, staying back for his people, and visiting the front lines very often has made him a popular figure, despite what has been a controversial political career. Welcome to Candid. This podcast is brought to you by Just Me. No sponsors, no writers, and no producers. In this episode, we'll be talking about the president of Ukraine. the accidental hero show your standing come from your offices your homes your schools and universities come in the name of peace come with ukrainian symbols to support ukraine to support freedom to support life come to your squares your streets make yourselves visible and heard say that people matter freedom matters peace matters ukraine matters from march 24th in downtowns of your cities all as one together who want to stop the war Zelensky was offered a plane out of ukraine on the onset of the war he refused it deciding to stay back in the capital kiev having remarked any ammunition not a ride Russia's special military operation a euphemism for the war on ukraine in the country is now in its 10th month and the war does not seem likely to end despite several turning points the us estimates 200000 military casualties on both sides and about 7.6 million have fled the country the largest refugee migration in europe since the world wars At this perilous time, Zelensky has emerged as an unlikely hero through the noise. Unlike the olden times when kings and emperors would lead their own army into battle, the rules of modern warfare have changed drastically. In our notion, history is no longer shaped by a single exceptional human being, but by mass processes. Yet, Zelensky offers a different narrative to the war, one synonymous with the Caesarian and the Napoleonic struggles. He refuses to bow down and while he does not lead the charge gun in hand he does provide hope to the many millions still in Ukraine question remains with the whole world watching will it be enough business as usual in Ukraine is Russians bombing maternity hospitals and theaters full of civilians taking shelter back in march russia bombed a theater in mariupol that had children written outside in russian satellite images have shown it is painting an image that no one seems to understand yet one which no one questions either what does russia even have to gain by bombing universities and and hospitals and what's worse is that all this is a part of a paradigm i would say parent since the start of the war as russia hurls missiles randomly towards ukraine it is part of a new world order you can say On one side you have morals, rights and democracy. 
on the other an autocracy with wild disregard for humans and their rights while the us and the rest of europe backed the country playing host is ukraine's zelensky setting a precedent one for the history books Zelensky started out as a comedian, starring in multiple movies. One of them was actually banned in Ukraine because it had a Russian co-star. They used to have a thing against the Russians after they uh, annexed Crimea, wherein Russian actors and movies and books and whatnot would be banned. In 2015, he starred in the show Servant of the People, in which a high school teacher becomes the president after winning the elections. over a viral clip in which he speaks out against corruption in the government his production company would go on to register a political party under the same name the show already envisaged what a good president might be like for ukraine and of course this is all subjective and the obvious candidate for the 2019 elections was the protagonist zelensky his campaign was mostly online he did not engage much with the main media but instead campaigned on social media platforms instead of rallies he held stand up comedy shows when asked why he would just rather not give an interview he said that he had way too many requests for interviews already and that he could not entertain every single one of them he styled himself as an anti establishment anti corruption figure he would go on to emerge victorious in the first round of elections and in the second one he received 73% of the vote while the incumbent Poroshenko got only 25 but i am making this sound like a merry-go-round i did promise that there were controversies and so i'll give you some in 2021 leaked papers showed that him and his advisors had links to many offshore companies in the british virgin islands cyprus and belize these included some with ties to expensive property in london a year before that a whistleblower revealed that the then us president donald trump had asked Zelensky in 2019 to investigate Joe Biden his political rival according to the whistleblower the call was a part of a wider campaign by Trump his administration to pressure Ukraine into investigating the Bidens which may have included Trump's canceling a scheduled trip to Ukraine by the then vice president and Trump withholding more than 400 million dollars in military aid from Ukraine which was already approved by the congress Despite a shaky political start, I think it's safe to say he has proved himself in this perilous time. He stayed behind in the capital as it was shelled continuously by Russian missiles. He even stayed in it as the Russians were fighting for the capital, Kyiv. They were right on the border of it in fact. But Ukrainians held out and Russia had to retreat. More than 90% of Ukrainians supported the actions of Zelensky during this time. 72% of Americans had confidence in Zelensky's handling of international affairs. Despite allegations of failing to warn people of war in an effort to keep public peace, I suppose, his army has definitely turned the tide around, with Russia retreating from key locations across the Ukrainian map, most famously the city of Kherson, the only regional capital they managed to capture. The city, perhaps more than any other, revealed how ordinary people were treated under Russia's rule. 
having spent 8 months under Russian rule Ukrainians relentlessly resisted to efforts to convert them to Russians from their simple disregard for rules and curfew to more open individual resistance they showed that Russians cannot control anything beyond the range of their guns a hospital in the city faked a covid outbreak to keep enemy soldiers at bay an orphanage hid ukrainian children could otherwise be taken to russia a school ignored a new curriculum that would teach the students the russian national anthem all this however comes at great personal risk and many have been abused and killed those that protested and even those that did submit mass graves are being discovered every other day not only through the entire topography of ukraine but also in the city the ukrainian parliament's human rights commissioner said more than 3000 crimes were committed during russia's months long occupation of kherson 90% of them were war crimes Retreat is by far the most significant thing to have happened in Ukraine's favor ever since they warded off the capture of the capital. Zelensky has been busy campaigning not only for his country but for the very values that make us human. He has addressed the Japanese, European, and the American parliament and his efforts to gather weapons have in no doubt turned the tide of this war. While his military steeped in patriotic fervor is singing that song we all love not in call to fight for values so it means that we will come i don't know when and nobody knows when but we have plans so we'll come because because it's our land and it's our people zelensky is David against Goliath. He's not playing at fickle politics and is leading his people with grace and art. The French historian Ernest Renan said a nation is a daily plebiscite. Ukrainians cast their votes daily by putting their lives in mortal danger. It's not ignorance to hope in the face of wanted suppression. Nor is it repugnant to individualism to rally behind a leader. It is written in Matthew 5:9. Blessed are the peacemakers they will be called children of God you cannot take sides in a war between evil and good Zelensky is a peacemaker i suppose he doesn't fight for win he fights for peace the ukrainian entertainer has become the moral conscience of our time and that's a bird we seldom see This podcast is brought to you by me, Shashwat Saini from Bangalore, India. To support me, hit the follow button on whatever platform you're listening on.